Hello. Before we jump into the show, we need to shout out our awesome new sponsor, Marquee TV. Man, I was so excited when we got the news about the sponsor. You all might remember from a few weeks ago that I talked about my new Shakespeare project where I'm learning everything I can about Macbeth. It felt like we said the name Shakespeare out loud and the marquee people appeared and said, (laughs) we gotcha. It really did. Yeah. In case you're not familiar, Marquee TV is a streaming service. They have theater, ballet, opera, documentaries. There's a bunch of behind the scenes content of productions. Basically, it's a fun way to nerd out about the arts. Yeah, it's a streaming service that will take you to the best theaters in the world from the comfort of your own sofa. I've already added so many things to our watch list. Did you know there's a ballet based on the works of Beatrix Potter? I did. They've got a little preview video of somebody dancing around in a rabbit costume. Peter Rabbit doing ballet. (laughs) I also added a few hip-hop dance shows just to balance out the dancing bunnies. Yeah, (laughs) hip-hopra. That's what they call it. They do. It's so fun. Mozart's Requiem from the London Philharmonic Orchestra and a bunch of Shakespeare plays, including Richard II starring my pretend best friend, David Tennant. And Judy Dench talking about her long relationship with Shakespeare in a master class. Yeah, I love Judy Dench. Sure. But David Tennant. Yeah, that's quite a battle there. Okay. There's a special deal for our listeners. Marquee TV is offering three months of their service for 99 cents. You get three months of all of this good stuff for 99 cents yeah. with the code SSOP. That cost seems absurdly low to me. Like first, I expected it to be much higher given the quality of the content, but also 99 cents. You, you can't park next to a theater for 99 cents. Accurate. Also, if you watch Marquee TV, you get to see these shows maybe wearing your pajamas and hanging out with your cat yeah. or your dog. Yeah. It's a good way to sort of indulge your own curiosity. You can see all the performances of Hamlet or maybe the first 15 minutes of all of the performances of Hamlet, and you don't have to rope your friends and family into all of that. Or you could watch Richard II over and over and over and over. <laughs> What's the best angle for David Tennant in Richard II? Trick question. All of them. <laughs> anyway, You definitely need to explore the website because there is a ton of really fun, fascinating, engaging stuff on there. I went in specifically looking for Shakespeare and I found a ton of other things I wanted to watch. Yeah. You can keep up with what they're doing on social media at Marquee Arts TV. You can visit their website at marquee.tv. That's marquee.tv to get three months of their service for just 99 cents with the promo code SSOP. Bring the arts home with Marquee TV. And now the show. Hi, I'm Sam Payne, host of the Appleseed Podcast. This season, imagine this, a crackling fire, a mug of cocoa, and family gathered around a great story. All you need is the fire and the cocoa. We'll take care of the stories. Join us in every episode of the Appleseed Podcast for folk tales, fairy tales, family stories, tall tales, and more, shared by some of the country's most beloved storytellers, and just right for gathering around. Make it a Christmas season to remember with the Appleseed Podcast. Find the Appleseed wherever you get your podcasts. Coming up, a new spy thriller from a longtime favorite author. A Victorian spiritualist tries to solve a mystery using her special skills. What? Yep. Plus our distraction of the week. (laughs) I'm Mel. I'm Dave. This is the Library of Lost Time. 
Welcome to a slightly revamped version of the Library of Lost Time. We wanted to make a few changes to this podcast. We asked you all what you thought. We heard from hundreds of people. Thank you so much for taking the time to respond. The biggest change we've made is to focus on making this uh, an audio-only production. That gives us a little more freedom to make this as good as it can be. Mel and I can spend a little more time talking to each other, share more about the books we've found, and the distractions we've enjoyed. We hope you like what we've done with it. As always, you can find us at strongsenseofplace.com slash email if you want to tell us what you think. And now, on to the show. My new book recommendation this week is Portrait of an Unknown Woman by Daniel Silva. I am a longtime fan of this series of spy thrillers starring master spy Gabriel Alon. Yeah, you wait for it to come out every year. I do. Every July, I have my own personal holiday to read the new one. <laughs> yeah. This year did not disappoint. So a little bit about Gabriel. Okay. He runs a team of spies who are talented and very tough. They're Israeli spies. They've seen some stuff. They are always on the side of the angels, usually fighting terrorists. And their missions have lots of moving parts where something can go wrong at any moment. These books are the definition of page turner. But what keeps me coming back is Gabriel. Here's his story. Okay. He's one of the world's wiliest spies. He has successfully assassinated many terrible people, but he always does it reluctantly and very somberly. He's not a gleeful assassin. And this is my favorite part. His cover is that he's the world's foremost art restorer. He has quite a combination of skills, that he guy. Does. And metaphor, he repairs paintings and people and maybe himself by making the world a safer place. This book is number 22 in the series. Wow. Yes. And it's all about art theft, forgeries, and family. No terrorists in this one. Gabriel has retired from the spy game. Oh. Yeah. And he's living his best life in Venice. But he gets called back for one last mission. Exactly. <laughs> An old friend draws him into a glamorous globetrotting caper. Along the way, we join him and his team as they jet set to Corsica, Rome, London, and France, where they visit both Paris and Bordeaux. I didn't know much about Bordeaux, but I did a little Googling, and now I feel like my life will only be complete if we go to the Bordeaux Cathedral and sip a glass of wine afterward at the cafe nearby. It sounds awful, but I'm willing to do it. Okay, thanks. <laughs> I devoured this book in one day because I couldn't put it down. It's Portrait of an Unknown Woman by Daniel Silva. So there's 22 of those. Do you need to read them in order? Because that's a lot of catching up. That is a lot of catching up. I believe that you could read this one without having read the others and really enjoy it. If you wanted to do an epic reading project, I have read most of the books all the way through twice. Wow. And it was great both times. Yeah. So if you want to go deep, you could do that. But this one definitely stands on its own. My book this week is A Dreadful Splendor from B.R. Myers. I'm in already just from the title. <laughs> the cover is really nice, too. But also, this book screams you all over. <laughs> I think I would also enjoy this book, but I was, this is your kind of thing. This is a gothic murder mystery set in London in the 1850s. Okay. It starts with a spiritualist, Genevieve Timmons. She made a living swindling wealthy mourners until the police caught up with her. 
And now she's facing the noose. She's, she's going to hang. No. Yeah. But she gets a visitor. And the visitor says, we can get you a reprieve, but you have to perform a seance for my Lord, Mr. Pemberton. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Really? Yeah. He has been inconsolable since the tragic death of his beautiful bride-to-be. Genevieve agrees. And then she meets Mr. Pemberton. It does not go as she expects. He says that his fiance was murdered. And he wants to get to the bottom of it. And he proposes that together they stage a haunting that's so convincing that it will bring the killer into the light. How am I not reading this right now? <laughs> I know, right? And that's act one. This is the first book intended for adults from B.R. Myers. She's written a couple of series of young adult books, all of which are pretty well received. Uh, she's from Nova Scotia. Oh, cool. Yeah, she lives in Halifax. The reviews on this have been great. A few of them mentioned that there are some wild plot turns at the end. I feel like this is the perfect time of year to get involved with a spiritualist and a lord as they try to stage a seance to unveil a murderer. 100%. It just came out this week. It's A Dreadful Splendor from B.R. Myers. And now our distraction of the week. I am 100% taken with the TV show Shetland right now. Same. Sometimes when I'm making lunch, I think about the fact that I'm going to be watching an episode later and I get really excited. <laughs> I know that's kind of sad, but also that's how much I'm enjoying the show. Yeah. Okay. Here's the deal, everyone. It's a detective show that combines the moody crimes of Scandi Noir and the small-town relationships of a cozy mystery. And it has a very strong sense of place. It's set in Shetland. That's an archipelago found in the North Atlantic between Scotland and Norway. Shetland is so far north that if you swam west from the top tip of the Shetland Islands, you would eventually run into Greenland. Yeah, Northern Europe is... North. North. Yeah. The closest city on the mainland is Aberdeen, and the commute takes 12 and a half hours on the ferry. The show is based on a wildly popular series of novels by Anne Cleves. I read the first book. It's called Raven Black, and I enjoyed it. But the TV series just really hooked me. And I think that's down to two things. One, the lead detective character. And two, Shetland's really stunning landscape. I also really like the sort of interplay of the team there, right? That's one of my favorite things is that they like each other and they get along and they're supportive of each and other. And they trust each other. Yeah. Like if one of them does something kind of boneheaded, instead of having a knockdown drag out, they're like, hmm, what's going on with you? Yeah. Yeah. It's a good team. Yeah. But let's talk about Jimmy Perez. <laughs> okay. Detective Inspector Jimmy Perez is the lead detective in the book's and the TV show. Yep. And he is played with just the perfect balance of tenderness and grit by the Scottish actor Douglas Henshaw. It's true. I love a messy detective who's on one hand determined to do the right thing, but then makes terrible personal decisions. Yeah. I love this kind of detective. This is not Jimmy. Jimmy doesn't drink too much. No. He doesn't have a short fuse. He doesn't have poor impulse control. What makes Jimmy a mess is that he's too compassionate. Well, and he misses his wife. And he misses his wife, who died a few years ago. Yeah. But he's also like a, a sorrow sponge. 
Like when he's talking to people who are in pain, he kind of absorbs that for them. Yeah, he's a really good balance of empathic, but also maybe he'll take a swing at you. Yeah, because yeah. my next point was going to be he can throw down when it's required. Yeah. And he's middle-aged. He is the middle-aged detective mm -hmm. for the rest of us. He's not like some young guy with a six-pack. Yep. He's widowed. He's seen some stuff. He's maybe a little bit slower than he used to be, but he has not taken any nonsense from anybody. Yeah. He is using the, the strengths of that age in that character. Yes. And that's, that's some good writing. And then there's Shetland. Yeah. Which is really the main character of the show, let's be honest. Like the books that we try to find for our podcast, the stories in the Shetland TV series could really only be set there. They grow out of the quirks of the people and the land. And the scenery is just ridiculously beautiful. If you like that kind of moody, rocky shores, crashing surf, big swaths of sky that are sunny one minute and then cloudy and gray the next. Yeah, You can smell the salt air as you watch it. It's pretty much the perfect tea drinking environment. Fair warning, it's probably going to make you want to visit Shetland immediately. Or at least have a glass of, of scotch. Yeah. Or maybe both. Definitely both. Yeah. Season seven is airing right now, but you can catch the previous season streaming on Prime Video, BritBox, iTunes, Apple TV. And this might be a scandalous thing to hear me say, but I think I'd recommend the series over the books. Watch the series first. Wow. Yeah. Hot take right here. I stand by it. If you're interested in learning more about Scotland or reading other books set there, you are more than invited to check out our podcast. We did an episode on Scotland, and I think it was lovely. You can visit strongsenseofplace.com slash library for more details about the books we discussed, the link to our Scotland episode of our Strong Sense of Place podcast, and how you too can get hooked on the TV series Shetland. Thanks for joining us in the Library of Lost Time. Remember to visit your local library and your independent bookstore to lose some time yourself. Stay curious. We'll talk to you soon.